1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. I'm Coach Alan DeRitter from De La Salle. we always start off our show with a prayer in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So, God, thanks for letting us uh, have this show, Let us have a chance to talk about soccer and, um, and just really giving us this avenue to, 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 um, to really promote these players and these coaches and these teams. Pray that um, we'll continue to to stay on the air, God willing, and that we uh, these playoffs can continue to entertain and motivate us to continue to get better in Louisiana soccer. In Christ's name we pray, amen. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, everybody, um, we had a good show for you. We're going to start off the show in a few seconds or a few minutes with uh, Coach Todd Hoffpar, uh with Barb's Girls. Then we're going to be discussing the uh, soccer with uh uh, boys soccer with brett barker the boys coach at captain shreve and then we're going to have an intriguing interview with with mckinley yep mckinley only had 11 games they wound up uh a low seed and lo and behold they're sitting they're sitting here now going to the second round of the playoffs so a lot of exciting soccer to talk about of course if you want all the scores i mean i'm not going to waste your time and, and read them all out the the main upsets um we, we are, we are covering, uh, with interviews. Hanville was a 10 seed and lost to Barb, um, three to two. Okay. And then, um, and then Captain Shreve, uh, had to go, um, and be on the road as a 24 seed. And, and they did their, their business with Mandeville, a 10 seed. And now they're going to have to go play Santa Mont, uh, McKinley though. I tell you, McKinley's one to really, really watch, huh? Uh, McKinley with 11 games, um, Shocked everybody, uh, and and uh, it uh, shocked me for sure. And uh, uh people was thinking a lot, a lot about them, but they beat the ninth seed, Washington Parish, and they beat them pretty handily three to one. And now they got to go to a team. That I don't know if they can beat Washita Parish in Wichita. Highland Cox, I've played them with my Tulsa team. Um, I think they can win that game too. All right. So uh, there's there's a lot to be watching with the, with McKinley, and we look forward to talking to them too. Anyhow, we're gonna take a break to pay some bills, and we come back. We'll talk to you. We'll talk to Barb's head coach for the girls. Okay, Todd Hoffar. Monday Night Football. Your voice for Youth Soccer. We'll see you after the break. Welcome back to Monday Night Football, everybody, and we're pleased to have with us uh, head coach for the girls' team at Barb High School, uh, Coach Coach Todd Hoffpower. Welcome to the show, Coach.
2: I really appreciate you having me.
1: Well, look, a 23 seed winning in the first round is big news. How'd y'all do it? Uh,
2: well, we actually had a game plan going uh, going into it, uh, we had to do a good job of keeping our shape, and we had to find a way to counter attack and take advantage of our opportunities and. Our girls actually listen to the game plan and follow through
1: with it. <laughs> Amazing when they listen, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of shocked. <laughs> I totally understand that. All right, well, how did the game go at first? Who scored first? Oh, well, hanzo scored first.
2: Uh, um, they did a really good job. Uh, they, we tried to clear a ball, and uh, they jumped on, our, on a missed clear, and they pounced on it before us, and they put the ball side netting, good finish. And it was a good goal, they put a little pressure on us at the beginning of the game. So they scored first. And then, about two minutes after they scored, we uh, we had a corner kick, and
1: we actually hit one to the back post, and they, they missed the
2: mark, and we put it away.
1: Yeah, I tell you, uh, I can't uh, – I've been coaching for a while now, um, and you're most vulnerable um, whether you've scored or not scored in the first two minutes of the kickoff. and. And uh, that, that played itself out. So the momentum switched to you and then how did, how did it go from there? Well, then the first half was a little back and forth. I mean, they had a little bit more possession.
2: They, they did a really good job of moving the ball side to side and, and trying to break us down. So it was back and forth. Each team had a couple opportunities. And then the second half, they probably put on us about a good 15, 20 minutes. Like, we were very fortunate and only give up one goal against them. Uh, I mean, they had a couple opportunities to we make some good saves. We were forcing them sort of wide, and making them hit crosses, and they weren't in very uh, dangerous situations. Um, but they did score a goal on a set piece that was – they beat us near post. It was a good little shot, and they jumped on the end of that one.
1: Okay, well uh... – now you've gotten through traveling all the way to Hanville. Now you're going to go deeper down the bayou. Hanville's on the top of the bayou. Now you got to go to Raceland and play a team that was really hot last year, but kind of new to the Division One game. Central Lafouche. How do you like your chances with them? I mean, I mean, they're giving us
2: another opportunity to play another game, so we'll take it. Um, I know they're a really good team. I've seen some of the results. Uh, uh, hopefully, we're just going to give a lot of effort and just see what happens
1: okay uh how long have you been at barb
2: i believe this this might be my 10th or 11th year at barb and
1: i was at sulfur for four years before that okay so you know the lake charles area well um woody how do you think lake charles soccer has been faring in the last uh 10 15 years has it gotten better or or have you all had some speed bumps uh well up and down our uh
2: our club is growing uh, so, I mean, that's what we'll see a lot of it. But I think it's been up and down, but a, there's a lot more playing in the rec side in our clubs. team is starting to grow. We're just trying to show a little bit more on the high school side. So, lately, been mostly kind of up, trending upwards.
1: Okay, and that's a statement because I remember uh, when I was the head coach at Brother Martin, we had to go through y'all, uh, the boys' team in 2000. That was the hardest game of the year. You no.
2: Know, Hey, that was, a, I was, oh, first round of the playoffs, I was actually assistant coach of the Sulphur Boys at that time.
1: Okay. And okay. I remember that game, I think it went to overtime. Yes, yes, and uh, we just had to <laughs> will a goal, and yeah, it was an amazing game, I'm glad to have it on tape, and uh, it's just one of those games you never forget, you know? All right. You know, so that, that's good news, let's hear about some of your best players, who are they?
2: Well, um, I have a senior, Chloe Campbell's been starting for four years, uh, she's She's just my assist leader. Uh, I don't know how many says she has on a season, but she just makes our engine go. Like, she can control us, slow us down, speed us up. She's probably my most experienced player. And then also, I have another four-year starter um uh, Kaylee Touche. She's my goalkeeper. She's been starting since her freshman year and very solid uh, between the pipes for us.
1: All right. So, um, so, overall, this year, do you think the 23 seed was a fair seed for you all?
2: Uh, I think so I mean we, we let some games get away we have a lot of young girls on our team I think I might start like four sophomores and maybe two freshmen wow so we've been inconsistent up and down like I've seen some halves where I'm like wow and I see some halves like uh oh um, <laughs> so 23 was probably pretty fair for
1: us okay and it's going to be on a school night again uh, uh, how are you going to handle that well get the girls out a little
2: early We're actually going to take a charter this time uh, down to uh, Central Lafourche and uh, just kind of feed them and just hopefully we just keep them, uh, just watch some movies along the way and not really think about it too much and hopefully just go out there and play and just be another uh, underdog again.
1: Okay, well you got the microphone. People are listening from Shreveport to Galliano. Uh, You got any words for them? Oh, man, just uh, keep pushing the game of soccer. Uh, it's growing on the state of Louisiana, and I think we can make it a better place. We can leave it better than we found it. Awesome. Well, you're definitely doing that over there. Coach uh, Huffpott, we're going to be keeping our eyes on you all, and uh, especially uh, this is going to air on Monday night, so you'll be busy tomorrow night at this time. So uh, okay. I wish you all the best. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. All right, God bless you. All right, you too. Bye-bye. All right, and that was Coach Hoffbauer and, uh, from Barb. It's good to hear the name Barb uh, uh, going deep in the playoffs uh, again. Um, I guess, you know, I already mentioned to you that when I would hear we had to play Barb, uh, that would make my spine tingle a little bit because there's no easy out in a Barb game. Uh, but they have to be on the road, and it's a different animal. Uh, uh, playing, if you're like Charles' team, playing in Lafouche area, I don't know what referee crew they're going to have. Uh, but uh, but it is different wherever you go, y'all. Um, it, it that's why I bring my teams to as many referee associations as I can, so that I can get them used to to different associations because they do differ. Whether they want to admit it or not, uh, it is definitely different by the referee association. Okay, uh, everybody tries to be fair. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of times, uh, like in the New Orleans area, physical play is normal here and. And if you go down to uh, – uh, like you, go, we would go down and play the home of teams uh, with this attitude that, you know, we're going to be getting New Orleans officiating and then we'd get really tight calls and our kids would be confused. And then we'd come back and go to New Orleans and then start playing with our, you know, um, less physical, if you will, and then teams just are stepping on our, our livers. And uh, it, it's hard to make those adjustments, especially when you're a teenager and you don't understand – that different associations really uh, uh, emphasize things maybe a little differently, you know? So uh, I wish them well. Uh, that's not an easy track uh, that they are on uh, by far. And if they were to survive, they'd probably have to go through Mandeville or St. Scholastica, which that's going to be a heck of a game in itself. Well, anyway, uh, we're going to take a, a break here. When we come back, we're going to go talk, talk about the boys now on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Monday Night Football, Your Voice for Youth Soccer. We're honored to have Coach Brett Barker on the phone with us, the head coach of uh, Captain Shreve's boys team. Coach, welcome to the show. Uh, Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, um, let's talk first first and foremost about your playoff win. That must have been a heck of a game against Mandeville. Yeah, it was uh, pretty exciting for us. Long
0: day of travel and uh, trying to make sure the boys kept their legs fresh throughout the day and, uh, you know, luckily
1: it seemed to help us out, and, and we got the result that we were looking for. Well, uh, they are a good team. And uh, how did the game go? What was the score at halftime? Uh, at halftime it was 3-1. Um,
0: we, we came out quick with a the high press and I think caught them off guard a little bit, and we're fortunate enough to, to capitalize on, on two goals for us and then a normal goal that took a great bounce for us. And then... Uh, Conceded a corner there towards the end of the half. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they were a solid team and, and fought back really well. Uh, we just tried to stay disciplined and maintain our shape as best we could to, to see the game out.
1: Awesome. Well, now you all get to travel to St. Amont. In the good old days, when you went on the road, then you got to go home. Now you got to go on the road again, okay? Uh, uh, what, do you, what do you think your chances are against those, guy, those guys?
2: Um. Pretty good. I mean, I think we're
0: we're well-conditioned on traveling. Uh, we did a lot of that this year, um, and so I think the boys are, are ready. Traveling for us doesn't really seem to be too much of an issue. Um, I think we we balance up well, hopefully with St. Vermont from what I've heard. Um, looking, looking forward to the matchup. I think if we come out and stay disciplined and do what we need
1: to do, I think we have a good game plan set. to to make a run at it. Do you think that 23 seed was fair? Um, We scheduled ourselves really,
0: really tough this year. Uh, We had a couple bounces that didn't really go our way. It, It could have been a big shift for us. Ultimately, I think based off of our record and where we sat, the 23 seed's fine. I don't think we were a 23 seed team, which works out for us. So we're taking advantage of kind of playing the underdog role and uh, wanting to go in and try to to shock the state as much as we can.
1: Okay, who are your best players? Uh, I've got
0: a senior captain, uh, Joseph Letier, plays as center back or the sixth for us. Um, He's heading off to college uh, this next year um, and has been a four-year starter for us. A fantastic, smart player. Uh, knows the game well, reads the game well. It's extremely difficult to beat 1v1. Um, We've got another senior, Gage Simpson, uh, that's our other captain. He kind of plays really any role that we need him to play um, in the field. He's played pretty much every position this season for us. But The kid's just got a a heart and an engine uh, that will push him through for a full 80 minutes. Uh, He's pretty fearless. And we'll get after it. And that's helped us out a lot. He's caused a lot of problems for players over the course of the season.
1: So. All right. Well, coach, a lot of the, a lot of the audience down South, uh, really aren't too familiar with captain Shreve. How would you describe your team, uh, to a person who's never seen him before?
0: Um, when we play well and disciplined, we're, we're a very difficult team to, to break down. Um, we defend extremely well. We try to capitalize on the counters as much as we can. Um, we, we are lucky we've got some depth, but our depth is, is still fairly young, which is good for the upcoming years. Um, they've gotten a lot of experience over the course of the season this year as well. Um, so we're able to, to kind of continue to roll in and out with our subs and not have too much of a drop-off, which helps us out. Um, yeah, and it's, it's been a fun year. Uh, I think, you know, if we come out and play our best,
3: we're, we're a very difficult team to, to face.
1: All right, any messages out there now that you have the microphone, you have everybody in the state listening?
3: <laughs> Not really. I mean,
0: I just, you know, we, we hope to continue to uh, keep the ride alive and, and move forward. And I'd, I'd like to try to see how far we can take 23 into the 23 seed into the year and make a deep run at it. So we're prepared. I think the boys are bought in and, and chomping at the bit to get these games played. And hopefully the weather cooperates for us as well as everyone in the state and uh, we'll see how
1: it all pans out. Well, Coach, I wish you well in the pit. I've had to play there once uh, as a head coach uh, when Jason Gary was playing for those guys. It's a tough place to play. But if you're disciplined, you can come out with a victory. We did.
0: Yeah, that's what I hear. So we're looking forward to it. Uh, I've heard it's a small, tight field. Uh, That kind of actually suits us pretty well. and So we're excited and looking forward to the opportunity.
1: All right, well, we'll be keeping an eye on you. Coach, God bless you, and thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. right. All right. And uh, we appreciate Coach Parker for coming on the show. And uh, we try to make sure that uh, everybody's heard from Shreveport to Galliano, you know, as much as we can with the time that we have. And uh, it sounds like they're very, very confident in a way they've taken over now the 10 seed. But in a way, they haven't, because with the LHSA rules where they are now, these guys are going to be on the road the whole time, and uh, I do miss the old days where um, there was consideration given for for uh, you know how hard your district was, and I know the power rankings is supposed to compensate for that, but uh, uh, I, I really like the fact that nobody could play three home games in a row, and. Uh, it's nice to, after you've earned a big win like they just did, to be able to come back home and play at home because really it's a second season. You qualify to get in the playoffs. I know everybody listening to me right now is would, would think that I'm crazy wanting the battle days back in that regard. But I, I do uh, think it's hard on the boys to have to be on the road five straight games. Um, and and uh, look, home field does make a difference, it really does. Okay, we're gonna take a break and we'll come back on Monday Night Football. Your voice for youth soccer. This is Coach Schroeder. Uh, see you in a minute. All right, everybody, and welcome back to Monday Night Football. Your voice for youth soccer. Uh, I'm here with Coach Johnson from McKinley High School. Coach, welcome to the show. Okay, well, uh, I, I won't beat around the bush. That was a huge upset uh, in, in in the state of Louisiana. What y'all did the other night? Uh, how'd y'all do it? Um.
3: Well, I mean, I, I just playing some good football. Oh, not football, but soccer. Sorry, I speak Spanish, but uh, yeah, just you know, playing some good soccer. Uh, we have got really dedicated boys, and they been hungry they've been saying it from the beginning of the season that they wanted to go to playoffs and make a run for state so you know they've been really dedicated and pushing and set that goal and
1: went out and achieved it okay and so a lot of people thought you were gonna lose because you only had uh 11 games i think um number one could you explain to everybody why you had 11 games um well our biggest problem was at
3: the beginning of our school year we um had some issues as far as exactly who was going to be coaching, had um, issues actually figuring out what our district schedule was. There was a lot of coaching changes in the last year. We got a new AD. So um, there was mostly some administrative problems, and by the time the dust got settled, it was well into the season. So um, there was some difficulty afterwards trying to schedule games after everybody's already had their seasons set. So – Uh, that was probably our biggest problem and and just other uh, financial issues as well. And, you know, as far as traveling and make sure we have money to cover games and
1: stuff. Right. And, uh, and, um, I I usually, uh, I run a, a club for at-risk youth and, and I try to get everybody who listens to the show quite aware that, uh, this is an affluent sport and it shouldn't be. And it's really, it's really nice to see a team that, uh, like I'm glad y'all didn't get caught by a lot of people. Uh, they want to make the rule that you have to play 15 games, but some some teams just can't play 15 games. They're expensive, whether you travel or you're hosting them, especially, you know. And uh, and your your team was able to pull out a victory. I think it's a major um, victory for 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 a lot of people, not just y'all. And I congratulate you. What was that game with Washington Parish like? They were the eight seed. How hard was it? Nine oh nine, and, sorry. Uh, the
3: the hardest part I think was uh, they scored on us first. So um, the hardest part for us was just uh, adjusting to their style of play. Um, you know, keeping our heads in the game, staying focused, because uh, there is um, there's a lot of motions going around, and they, they they definitely played us really hard. So um, you know, just just keeping the boys you know, focusing and, and situated on the tests that we had to do was probably the most difficult part. But uh, they got some great talent up there, so it was it was a, a hard-fought win, but, you know, we pulled it off, so.
1: How long have you been coaching?
3: Uh, this is actually my second year coaching.
1: That's impressive. Uh, and uh, do you coach club all at all? Um, no, I don't. I've only been working
3: uh, with McKinley, um, these past couple of years, um, I'm relatively young and a female. So, um, you know, just still trying to get my feet wet as far as coaching goes.
1: Well, i tell you what, that's a pretty impressive feat to be able to win a playoff game in only your second year. And uh, how many of your players play club ball? Do you know? Um,
3: well, most of them do, but for just Baton Rouge Soccer Club, but a, a lot of them uh, just do have pickup games on the weekend so throughout the year
1: all right so now y'all got a big task ahead to go against the eight seed okay how y'all preparing for that
3: um we've been just you know trying to get out of practice working on uh different tactics and strategies that i anticipate that we'll be seeing um playing these types of schools they they have a style that's Uh, a little bit different for us than how we play. So we're just trying to get my players ready and uh, adjusted and able to, you know, be able to play against tougher schools like
1: that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I played Helen Cox this year. They're, they're pretty, they're a pretty formidable side, but uh, so was Washita Parish. And so, uh, uh, for y'all to come up with that win, again, is quite impressive. Do you have any messages for, like, the, the the audience is statewide, from Shreveport to Lake Charles to New Orleans. Any messages from your perspective being a brand-new coach in the system, things we can approve upon, or or just anything you want to say? You have the mic. Um, man, that's a tough one. I, 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 first and foremost, would like to uh, thank all the
3: coaches that have, you know, given me advice and supported. Uh, our team because as I said earlier we did have a rough start and you know as, as you mentioned earlier soccer can be an expensive sport and we go to a coach uh, at you know, a school that's not um, as affluent and we don't have as many resources so things have been difficult so I, I would just like to thank everybody that has given us any type of support because uh, that really does mean a lot and you know I'm just excited for my boys, They're, we're hungry we're we're really been putting in the effort and working all years, so i just thank everybody
1: for that. Before I let you go, who are your best players? Uh, off the,
3: Oh, man. I
1: got a great team. Uh. That's a good Well, that's a great answer, though, because that's yeah. probably why y'all are successful. Yeah,
3: I got a great team. I mean, top five, I'm just have to go with my seniors, you know. Um, Adolger Allen, uh, Lester, Rodriguez, uh, let's go, uh, Allen Umanzor, Edgar Garcia and our goalkeeper, uh, Kevin Karayas. Uh, but, you know, like, like I said, I, that's hard. <laughs> my starters are, are definitely, you know, we got a great bench, too. So, you know, but uh, yeah, off the top of my head, those, those will be my,
1: my top ones. All right, Coach, we'll, we'll be watching you all know, really, really carefully. And I, wish you nothing but the best and uh, i hope these kids have a really good experience playing uh here on the west bank on, on new orleans a couple days from now all right thank you thank you so much all right god bless you take care you okay everybody and that was coach morgan johnson and uh Man, uh, uh, two years into two years into coaching, and she's she's already getting to the second round of the playoffs. What what a uh, what a uh, heartwarming story, and uh, and anyway, uh, I would like to see them play. I hope I, we do get a chance to see them play because uh, this is an example of uh, one of the things I love about high school soccer is that you know that that prize that's out there to win a state championship is not just. Out there, um, uh, that 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 the poor and the marginalized can't get to. It's a little bit uh, easier for them in the club scene to be able to go for it. Uh, and uh, but at least here they have a chance. And and uh, you know, for anybody who's playing good soccer, I, I'm not demonizing people who are rich by any means, okay. Um, but I, th- I think that soccer is really the game for all people, and it's nice to see that. That, uh, uh, as she called it, the hunger of their team is what's driving them. And uh, and these kids do have some experience. And she said Baton Rouge Soccer Club has a, has a lot to be uh, commended for in this regard because uh, that's who's developed a lot of this talent. So anyhow, uh, we'll be watching them really close. And uh, and we're going to take a break. And When we come back, we'll talk more high school soccer on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. This is Coach Alan Duret. I'll see you after the break. All right, everybody, and that's going to do it for tonight's version of Monday Night Football. We're going to be on the field, so I'm going to be going to see the Belchase-Vanderbilt game tomorrow. Who knows who we're going to see on Thursday and Friday and Saturday. We're going to keep our eyes wide open, though, and I'm jealous of all you guys who are coaching on the field. And everybody, whether you're coaching or not coaching, you know, good sportsmanship is a value here. This is history being made. Let's go support these boys and girls, all right, as they try to make history. Well, I'll see you all next week, God willing, on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. This is Coach Alan DeRitter wishing you and your family a wonderful um, night and week. Uh, God bless you. Carpe diem in Christ. Bye-bye.